It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, bear down. All eyes on Wall Street this morning after stocks close way down. Overall, just an ugly day. And millions of Americans struggle to keep tight budgets with soaring prices. It's hard to keep food on the table. Uh, the rent prices are going up. It's hard to keep roof over our head. Even utilities are going up. Just ahead, what's next for your wallet? Plus, race against Lyme. As we head outdoors for the summer, a new study shows the staggering number of people who've had Lyme disease. What you need to know to detect the signs and the prevention steps to take right now. Then online deals, a closer look at how ads on popular social media apps are making it easier for teens to buy drugs. Your newsfeed as you're scrolling is like drug after drug picture. Yeah. Inside the new push to stop those sales and what parents can do to keep their kids safe. And you cannot be serious. You cannot be serious. A new documentary takes a deep dive into the life of tennis legend John McEnroe, the highs and lows of his controversial journey, and when you can catch it on the big screen. Today, Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. Celebrate now, 31st anniversary. From Tallahassee, Alabama. Shout out to Davenport, Iowa. Hello, Valparaiso, Indiana. Hi to our kids, Megan and Mia. Watching in New Orleans. Celebrating our milestone birthday. 16, 15, and 70. Hi to our fellow teachers. And nurses. In, in La, La Crosse, Wisconsin. From San Luis Obispo, California. On, on Max's, Max's graduation, graduation trip. trip. Sending love to our grandparents. From Orlando. To the Today Show because. It's Zombie's birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Welcome back to today, guys. We got a nice big crowd again. Yes. It's summer. That drum beat's going on. We cannot wait to get outside on this Tuesday morning and share some of the morning with us. Yeah, and a quick reminder, if you missed the first hour, you can always set your DVR 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. every morning and catch up on your schedule. All right, let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock. Guys, another brutal day on Wall Street yesterday, adding to fears the U.S. economy could be headed toward a recession. NBC's Tom Costello is in Washington, where the central bank is expected to raise interest rates again to at least try to slow down this inflation. Hey, Tom, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Hoda. So the Fed expected to raise rates by three-quarters of a percentage point. That would be the biggest rate hike since 1994. It comes after last week's report showed the highest inflation since 1981, 8.6%, and Americans are feeling it every single day, from the gas station to the grocery store to new and used cars, even airfares and hotels. Yesterday, Wall Street went into a nosedive. The Dow was down 1,000 points at one point, finally closing down 876. The Dow is now down 16% year-to-date. The tech and biotech-heavy Nasdaq down 30% year-to-date. And the broader S&P index found in most Americans' portfolios now in bear market territory down 21% just so far this year. That's real money that Americans use to essentially pay for retirement, a kid's college, a new house. Most financial experts are telling their clients if they have a long-term time horizon, don't change the portfolio assets, although that can be very difficult when the markets are so sliding so dramatically right now. The Fed decision expected tomorrow. Guys, back to you. All right. Thank you, Tom Costello, for us in Washington. 
A new study out this morning published in the BMJ Global Health Journal reveals that more than 14% of people worldwide have or have had Lyme disease, which you can get from ticks. Over the last 20 years, researchers found the numbers have been going up, and men over the age of 50 who live in rural areas are the most at risk. Mm -hmm. NBC News medical contributor Dr. Natalie Azar joins us with more. Always a worry, especially in summertime when yeah. you're out in the Absolutely. woods with kids. 14%, does that strike mm -hmm. you as a, a big number? It did strike us as a big number, absolutely. And I think, you know, the way I would frame it is this. If you are unlucky enough to get bitten by a tick that's carrying the bacteria that causes Lyme, but you're fortunate enough to present with sort of very classic symptoms like a flu-like illness followed by that characteristic rash that looks like a, that bullseye rash. The diagnosis in that scenario is fairly easy to make, and antibiotics instituted early can definitely be quite effective. But as we were discussing before we started the segment, a lot of folks don't have that rash. Only about three-quarters of patients do. And if you don't treat early, you can develop these long, rather debilitating symptoms, joint symptoms. Yeah, heart, I was going to say, how do you know if you have it? That's the problem. So, so, yeah. so early on, you, yeah. there, there is that characteristic yeah. rash that we always talk about. But after that, patients can present with, you know, central nervous system fatigue, fatigue yeah. headache, and sure. real actual well, neurologic deficits as well as as heart. So, and, how do you protect things. yourself if you're if you're going out? Exactly. So here's sort of the rule of thumb: know what to expect before you even go outside. You want to definitely use repellent. Mm -hmm. So that is something like an EPA registered uh, repellent. And also treat your, your clothing and your gear with permethrin. I think we have a, 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 yeah. a thing for folks. Um, you want to do long sleeves. You want to wear long pants. Tuck your pants into yeah. your socks. Avoid those wooded, high, grassy areas. Walk in the center of trails. Mm -hmm. When you come back in, shower right away. Mm -hmm. Shower, wash your clothes in, in high heat. Really mm -hmm. quickly, before yeah. we let you get out of here, there's also some news this morning about a new drug that's been, that's been approved or about to be approved to treat alopecia. Yeah. A lot of folks mm -hmm. deal with this. Leads to hair loss. It's called alumetin. Alumiant. Alumiant, yeah. So this is really significant. About 300,000 people in this country have severe alopecia, mm -hmm. and about a third of them would be candidates to be to be treated with this new drug. It's in a class of medications that's been around for actually quite a while, oh. used to treat rheumatoid arthritis. And this one, Alumiant, actually is used to treat some patients with severe COVID-19. Oh. A word to our viewers out there, it is an immunosuppressive medicine, so your doctor definitely has to review things that you need to be monitored mm -hmm. for and surveillance while on the medicine. But a huge boon for patients mm -hmm. who Suffer with this cool. condition. Illuminant. Illuminant. Thank you, Dr. Azar. Thanks. All right, just ahead this morning, can you tell me how to get to Broadway? Carson's got details on an exciting new adventure for our friends at Sesame Street. First, though, Kate Snow has an investigation that all parents cannot afford to miss this morning. It involves social media and how easy it can be for your children to use those apps to purchase dangerous drugs. Kate will have that story for us right after this. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I the mean, country. It is the twists, the turns, the With the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. Just You'll just get fresh insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay the in the least. know and up Yesterday. to date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. 
There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Carson joins us. We've got an eye-opening look this morning at just how easy it is to purchase potentially deadly drugs with nothing more than a smartphone and social media apps. We're at dealers posting photos of drugs are easy to, easy to find. You won't believe what else that we found surrounding these posts. NBC's senior national correspondent Kate Snow is here with more. This is a story that all parents should watch. Yeah, everyone should watch. For those of us over a certain age, guys, we might think of drug purchases happening on a street corner, but increasingly, the younger generation is finding pills or powders by simply connecting with a dealer on social media. And those sellers are peddling substances that often contain deadly fentanyl. We wanted to better understand how it's all happening, and we were surprised to see drug content in close proximity to ads for products you use every day. More Americans died of an overdose last year than at any other time in history. The Biden administration calls it an epidemic. 66% of those deaths involved fentanyl, and it's not hard to find. Where was your daughter getting drugs? So often she used social media apps to find dealers. So she could pretty much find someone, no matter where she was, with her phone. She had constant access. Didn't realize just how easy it was for her to have drugs delivered basically to our door. How easy was it? Just, it happened like calling an Uber. Deb and Stu Schmill lost their 18-year-old Becca in 2020. Becca loved her guitar and visiting presidential libraries with her dad. She planned to attend the University of Richmond. You just keep wishing you could turn back the clock, and you, I know you can't. Becca's parents say she used various social media channels to reach dealers and buy drugs. They shared some of her direct message conversations on Snapchat. I'm tweaking, Becca wrote in July 2020, Need some stronger MGs, referring to milligrams. A dealer offers Oxy-15s. We wanted to better understand what people like Becca seeking drugs can find using social media. So we met up with Eric Feinberg, vice president of content moderation at the nonprofit Coalition for a Safer Web. This is your feed. This right? is my Instagram feed. Five years ago, he purposefully created an Instagram account that follows drug dealers and other unsavory activity. You see my profile photo, yeah. it's actually a mannequin. Your profile picture is a mannequin. Yeah. He says dealers are very easy to find once you know what terms and emojis to look for. A plug emoji, for example, means a dealer can connect you with the drugs you're looking for. Your newsfeed as you're scrolling is like drug after drug picture. Yeah. He exchanges direct messages with people who are obviously looking to sell. Hello, if you're interested purchasing drugs without prescription, add me on Snapchat. And here's what he really wanted us to see. So this isn't somebody else you're following. Right. There's a picture of drugs. Right. And what's below it? Peloton. A Peloton ad. Sponsored. In his feed, above or below posts about drugs, there are ads. More drugs. Yeah. More drugs. More drugs. Yeah. A and watch. A watch. And these are major brands. These are major brands. This is somebody who's trying to sell you weed, marijuana. What's right below that? Disney Plus. Cheaper by the dozen. A TV show for kids. Yeah. 
ads for pizza and fast food, even a trailer for a movie produced by our own parent company, NBC Universal. Because Feinberg set up that Instagram account using a real email address, advertisers know a lot about him. Ad buyers purchase space on Instagram in bulk and target particular audiences. Feinberg is seeing ads for products the advertisers think he might be interested in, separate and apart from the drug content he's following. Do you think most advertisers know that their ads might be running around content that's advertising fentanyl pills? There's always risk. There's no perfect filter. Andrew Sussman is CEO of the Institute for Advertising Ethics, a group pushing for more self-regulation from advertisers using social media to reach customers. I believe that it will require more human active moderation. That doesn't exist right now. Not now. They've outsourced the editorial function to machines. To the Schmills, any illegal drug content seen alongside legitimate advertising only normalizes criminal behavior, and those illegal drug sales have consequences. Our daughter is the consequence, and how many more Beccas, you know, are there before those in control take responsibility for this? Instagram says it has disabled the accounts of suspected dealers that we found. The sale of illicit drugs is prohibited by Snapchat and Instagram. Instagram says in part it has developed technology to find and remove this content proactively. Snapchat says in part it uses cutting-edge technologies to proactively detect this type of content so we can shut down dealers' accounts. Snapchat says it's made changes since Becca died in 2020. When we told them that a suspected dealer was sharing a Snapchat handle with Feinberg as recently as this March, they shut down that account. We've also reached out to Peloton, Disney Plus, and NBC Universal, and so far, guys, they have all officially declined to comment. Every time you do one of these stories, it just becomes glaringly obvious that the social media companies are not doing enough. Mm -hmm. they're, right. just, they're not doing well, That's enough. what all the advocates will say to you. Right. Yeah. Wow. And the terms and the emojis, like, I had no oh. idea. I know. No idea. And every young person in the room knows that plug knows emoji that. thing. It's just we parents maybe yeah. don't know. Mm. Wow, that was uh, another language. Was it always feels like one step behind. You yeah. tell them, right. hey, this is a drug dealer, they shut it down, but yeah. it's what you do ahead of time before. People call it whack-a-mole. Yeah. yeah, it feels thank like you, that. Kate. Okay, thank you, Kate. Thank you. Well, shift gears. Let's get a check of the weather from Al. All right, guys. First, let's talk about the heat. Uh, we're looking at 106 million of us right now under some sort of heat advisories. Heat watch or heat warning stretching from Southern California all the way to the southeast up into the Midwest. We're looking at that for today. In fact, we're looking at temperatures that are going to feel like 107 in Chicago, 98 Minneapolis, 110 in Charleston, dozens of records likely today and tomorrow to the north. Temperatures will cool off to the south, though. It goes right on into the weekend. And we've got severe weather going on right now. Strong storms firing up in the upper plains and also making their way into the mid-Atlantic and southeastern Atlantic states. Right now, 20 million people at risk from the plains all the way to the mid-Atlantic for dangerous winds, damaging hail, can't rule out a tornado or two. And for today, rain and mountain snows out west, fire risk in the southwest, record highs throughout a good chunk of the country. Hey, if you're headed out the door, come along with us at Radio Sirius XM Channel 108. Today, oh a Father's Day special on Off the Rails. Oh, all right. What time is it? <laughs> One o'clock. Uh, no, 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 time is it? Best time of the morning. <laughs> Pop start. We got to go I'm today, dead. guys. Thank you. I miss when you're not here. It's just not the same without John Colau. First up, John McEnroe. We teased it earlier. The polarizing tennis grade is the subject of a new documentary that just premiered at the Tribeca Festival, simply titled McEnroe. The film gives us a look at the tennis player's absolutely wild career and sees him reflecting on his past. Mm -hmm. 
I can't wait. You know, like athletes now wear the wear, like they know their heart rate at any time. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if he had that in his day. I mean, his, he must have been like. It would have broken. Yeah. It would have like popped off his wrist. Yeah. That's right. Like, McEnroe premieres on uh, uh, on Showtime September second. Definitely want to check yeah. that out. Next up, Stanley Tucci. We all know him as a talented actor with scene stealing roles in movies like The Devil Wears Prada and The Hunger Games, but he's also become known as quite the foodie, as shown in his incredible documentary series that I would love to be able to do. It's called Searching for Italy. He travels to Italy's 20 regions and just samples pasta and eats tomatoes and cheese. And he's also been, you know, now a bit of a food expert, especially on Italian food. So when Today.com asked Mr. Tucci his thoughts on pineapple pizza, he did not hold back. Regarding the fruit as a pizza topping, Stanley Tucci said, I have no thoughts on it. It's so repellent. Were I to think of it, I might not survive. It's just gross. Adding, where does it come from? Like, who's the guy who said this is a good idea? Not a boy. Anybody? Agreed. Co-sign. You like I agree. pineapple I, I, pizza? Look, I like sweet and savory. Okay. I like. Do you like M&Ms in your popcorn? Uh, it's not my jam, no. Yeah. You know what? Salt and sweet. There, you, I like those things. If you like it, it's fine. You're not forcing somebody else to eat it. Go with We're just God. debating. Yeah, but, but uh, we don't debating. like it. I don't like to see <laughs> it. I don't like it. Good for you. But did you eat a Hawaiian pizza like from Domino's nope. when you were a kid? No. You did? And like you did, I did, yeah. yeah and no one ever said that was you a bad thing. California. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. California Pizza Kitchen. That's that exactly chicken. right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, savory, come on. Quickly, Sesame Street is coming to the stage this fall. All of our favorite pals from the classic kids show is going to be featured in a new off-Broadway production. Elmo, Abby Cadabby, Cookie Monster, Grover, and all of them, all the fan favorites. Sesame Street songs will be sung in addition to some new numbers that were written just for this show. Producers saying the production is going to appeal to fans of all ages when it opens to audiences in September. We're pretty sure we know some people who would like to go to this. Got it. Can't wait to see Elmo accept his Tony. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, we're going to take you inside the return of those class reunion celebrations. They're back in a big way after two years of delays and all the excitement and nerves that come with them. And then Jenna's here with an exciting announcement about her book club that all families will want to hear. June 2022, we stepped outside, got a beautiful crowd, made all the more beautiful by the lovely Jenna Bush Hager. Yes, indeed. Oh, just orange this Jenna. morning. How are you? All right, we'll talk to. We'll talk a little bit more about why you're here. Uh, <laughs> just Books. anyone invited to a class reunion this summer? Raise your hand. Okay. In the wake of the pandemic cancellations, a lot of schools making up for lost time hosting get-togethers that had to be put on hold. Vicky Wynn's going to explore that trend. She's also going to share some really great advice so that you can make the most of those long-awaited celebrations. Plus, who loves Jenna's book club? Yes! Who loves it? Well, guess what? There's more! We're so excited, y'all. We're expanding just when we have the whole list for Read with Jenna Jr. Okay, you guys, your kids have to read with us this summer, and we have a very special story that's kicking it all off. What a great idea. I love that. And then in our third hour, we got Jill Martin in the kitchen with two great She Made It stories, one on a company that cuts through the clutter and another passing on a cherished family recipe. All right, we want to mention tomorrow, Dakota Johnson's going to be here. She's got a new dramedy <laughs> with a catchy title, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Ooh. I love that. Cha-Cha. Meantime, we've got a fun way to begin your day. Our morning newsletter filled with the latest news, pop culture, wellness, and more. And the best part, we're going to deliver it right into your inbox every morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. So just sign up. This is today. 
Uh, just scan the QR code at the bottom of the screen or simply head to today.com. We're coming at you from everywhere. I know. Right. Right. We're like, you now you're getting get away from us. It does come right at 7. <laughs> I can confirm. I had Maria Shivers yes, on Sunday, the yes. Sunday yes. paper. Oh my I, I don't you love that? that? I love yeah. Yeah. Read Maria's Sunday paper. But also, this is today, everyday news. That's what pays the bills around here. All right, Mr. Broker, what you got? All right, let's show you. Looking ahead for today, it's going to be some record highs for a good portion of the country. Over 170 million will see temperatures above 90. Wet weather in the mid-Atlantic, fire risk in the southwest. For tomorrow, we are looking at more record highs, severe storms up around the Great Lakes. That desert heat continues. Look for some showers in the uh, lower Mississippi and Ohio River valleys, sunshine along the eastern seaboard. And that is your latest weather. Thanks, Al. All right, guys, who feels like celebrating? Yes. We do. All right, get ready for your class reunion season. A lot of schools are combining groups to make up for time missed during the pandemic. But first, this is today on NBC. So just hanging upstairs. Plaza with the return of a long-running tradition that was mostly put on hold because of the pandemic. We're talking about class reunions. Yeah, so they're back. They're back now in full force <laughs> after many celebrations were put on hold for the past two years. Yeah, NBC's Vicki Wynn is here with more on the big reunion boom. Vicki, good morning. Hey, what did you do? Hey, good morning. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Fun to be out here yeah. with the peeps. That's right, guys. It is officially reunion season this year. Plenty of classes are making up for lost time. After two years in limbo, many are eager to see old familiar faces as reunion unions make their big comeback. This summer, more people are heading back to school. The nation now seeing a class reunion rebound after the pandemic forced many to press pause on high school and college homecomings. Some reunion planners are even seeing business boom by as much as 25% over their pre-pandemic dealings. And they say this year, 25 to 50% of reunions are either rescheduled or combined events with other classes who also had to postpone their gatherings as a delayed wave of alumni arrive back at their old stomping grounds. I don't care if you like us, because we don't like you. But for many, the focus isn't the high school drama. The past memories are, are locked in a box, and when we access them, uh, they bring us joy. We're coming to you straight in front of the PHS campus. For the past two years, Mike Wolf and Stephanie Warner have been working to plan their 20-year reunion for Poway High School's class of 2000. Obviously, the pandemic uh, put a kibosh on certain things. And so after like three or four reschedules, revisions and, and redos, we're, we're on. They'll now host a unique 22-year reunion in San Diego and admit there are some jitters. We're all going to be a little nervous. I'm going to think about what I'm wearing a few couple different times. Experts say that anxiousness you might feel before reuniting with old friends is not uncommon. Concerns about not measuring up to expectations or being put in uncomfortable situations often make us feel like we're in the spotlight and being judged by those around us. But that is rarely the reality. People are rarely judging us as much as we think they are and that they're a lot more focused on themselves and how they think they're coming off socially. To knock out those nerves, experts say invite a friend. A familiar face can make you feel more secure and comfortable in larger groups. Making others feel like they belong by engaging in conversation will make them feel welcome and can also take the focus off of you. And cut yourself some slack. Keep in mind our brains tend to amplify embarrassing encounters, making them seem worse and preventing us from embracing all the excitement. I think seeing people in person will actually just remind all of us we're all humans, we're all going through these experiences, and it's so great to be together. 
And guys, there really is this domino effect that happens with reunions. When you tell your friends you're actually going, it kind of breaks the ice and everyone, you know, doesn't want to say I'm the first one to be there. But once you get the ball rolling, everyone turns out. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. You've got yours yeah. coming up, don't well, you? Well, it's my 50th high school reunion. I went to the 40th. The smart thing our organizers did, they put our pictures, our yearbook pictures on the name tags. Because oh, yeah. none of us yeah. looked yeah. anything. Yeah. No, I didn't know exactly. who these people yeah. were. They didn't know who I was. You know, it's funny. Speaking of reunions, we're here out on the plaza, and I heard there are actually some reunions in the crowd that oh, are happening. Oh, cool. Can I get uh, the folks who are out here from Arizona to raise your hands? Uh, Any University of Arizona fans? University of Arizona. Hi. Huh? Bear down. Maybe yes. Hello. I love you guys. Are welcome. Are you from Tucson? Hi. Anyone from Tucson? <laughs> Hi. Okay. Hi. How are you? But we didn't go to college. Oh my God. Friend, but you're really my best friend. Oh, <laughs> Melissa, I can't believe it. No, I'm shocked. I just told the them I go, I barely attended high school. <laughs> I was always ditching and doing terrible things, and I won't recognize anyone, but this is my dearest. And how far you've come. Oh, my God. God. I love you. Yeah, so oh, wow. Awesome. Yes, Thank you, Vish. So it's so fun to see people. Yes, do a reunion. Oh, there we are. Oh, oh my God. God. These are best buds. Wow, well, awesome. The reunions, so they're a little sweet. contagious. So there's not just one surprise. There's someone else here who used to be a radio mentor for one Al Roker. Whoa. Wait, what? Where are we? As we go, folks, Al, come on over, Al. Tell me, do you see a familiar face in the crowd? Oh, my God. <laughs> sweet blue. How are you, big boy? WOCR and I squeak oh, the That's right, man. Yes. That's right. I've got the blue glasses. And I brought the blue God glasses. Bless God oh bless you. Oh my gosh. Man. Good to see you. Right. Al, you're such a mentor for so many people, but Lou was your mentor. Yes, he was. He's, uh, you can see, uh, I look older than Lou, even though he's older than me. Well, you got the glasses going. Love that look. God oh, bless you. No. So Let's good keep to the see reunion you. spirit going, oh guys. Gosh. There's more. Are there oh, wait, any TRL more. fans in the house? And tell me, do you recognize anyone in this crowd? It's, oh, Tony DeSantis! Yeah, Tony, there it is! Hey, forget about it! Forget about it! It's like the old days, right? They make you come here? Yeah, man. Oh, my God, this is my man right here. Oh, man, we created you, TRL together. That's right, you launched that show, which yes, we did. is iconic. Yes, it's just like doing, the bro? Great, man, how about you? Wow, the stories we have. Right, right. exactly. What a, what a exactly. good time. Lou, where are you joining earlier, us from? Though. Yes, it is a lot earlier. How's the family? It's good. good, man. I told everybody at the Today Show that, like, we stole a lot of this concept when we created TRL. The, the window, the being outdoors, all the, the crowd, people. Yeah, the live crowd. Right. Nothing oh like God, it. I can't believe they got you up this early, bro. <laughs> Dude, please, anything. Like, oh, my God. So nice to see you. How long has it been since you've seen each other? Uh, too long. We text yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, we got it's been a while. Yeah, but it's been a minute. Yeah, absolutely, Shrink's man. we got to hang more. Yeah. Oh, man, definitely. I've never seen you so speechless, Carson. Okay. What do you mean? I can't stop talking. Let's think about the people we love. We invite them to our weddings. There is someone very special here for a Mr. Craig Melvin. Tell me, where are you? I was. 
I can't even believe you're standing here. Oh, she just got remarried. It was a beautiful moment. In the driveway. In the driveway. <laughs> come out. Come out. Come out. Oh, my God. I'm so shocked. This is a shame. We thought this was just This is crazy. I'm shocked. Come on over. This United Buddies. This is insane. We're never actually surprised that much on the show. This is shocking. Well, they got the real people. That's what's amazing. I can see the love. Tony and I can't even talk I'm about like, anything we did at MTV. I'm like, what are we doing tonight? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sweet Luther. Why is Vicky doing a reunion story <laughs> out on the plaza? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. They're like, watch this story. Vicky, Vicky you're pretty off? incredible. We all well done. You guys have fun uh, yeah. to be well able done. to see. Yes. Well all of our pals. Thank wow. you, Today Show. Thank you. What a great day. What a great day. All right. Vicky, thank you. Up next, JBH. Jenna's going to share the perfect book for your young readers to start that summer reading list, plus a conversation with a wildly successful author behind some of your family's favorite stories. The reunion continues on the plaza, but first, this is today. You want to say it? On NBC. On NBC. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free, wherever you download your podcasts. 
We need recovery. We need recovery. That was so epic and amazing. Thank you, guys. All right, we're back on the plaza. Big news from Jenna. Perfectly timed for the summer. Jenna, you're launching your Jenna Junior for young yes. readers. I'm so excited about this and eager to help kids develop a passion for reading. We have a summer reading list, which I think is incredible. We hope kids will love it, including a selection from beloved author Kate De Camillo, from Mercy Watson to Because of When Dixie and more than 25 others. She's tapped into the hearts and minds of young readers everywhere. And I recently caught up with her at our local kids bookstore, Books of Wonder. Kate, I'm so thrilled to be sitting across from you. I'm a longtime admirer of your work. How do you feel like you could observe the world through the eyes of these kids? I feel like that's part of my job is to show up with my whole self. And my whole self is joyful, hopeful, and brokenhearted. I put all of that in there because I remember what it was like as an eight-year-old. Children's book author Kate De Camillo's own childhood reads like the start of a grim fairy tale. For years, she endured chronic pneumonia. I would be home and sick, and so I learned to live in books. I learned to live in my imagination. With Kate's health in mind, her mother moved the family to Florida. Her father remained behind. My father leaving, that is the heartbreak that I think that I that's how I can connect to kids now because of that early loss. It puts a longing in place and that longing is what I tap into. Everybody's heartbroken in one way or another and we forget that. After college, Kate spent 10 years calling herself a writer without ever lifting a pen. I turned 30 and I thought, wow, I could like literally spend the rest of my life talking about this thing that I say that I want to do and not doing it. So I started to write. Do you want to guess how many rejection letters I got? Five. Five? Oh. Twelve. Over the next six years, Kate sent her work out into the world. The world didn't notice, but she persevered. Fifty? Fifty. I remember thinking, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. She tacked each rejection onto her wall, and there were plenty. 473. What? Yeah. No, it was that close. <laughs> Why would you keep them so you could see them? Did they motivate you? They did. People think, oh, okay, this is something I'm supposed to do. Therefore, it should be easy for me. And so you sit down in front of the blank page and it's really hard. And a lot of people just get up and don't come back to it, right? But you have to be patient with yourself and patient with the world. A little book called Because of When Dixie had been lost in a pile at the publishers when someone happened upon it. You could never have expected the success of that book. Oh, Jenna, no. I mean, for a middle grade novel from a first time author, if I was really, really lucky, I would sell 5,000 copies. I was in no way prepared for what happened. Kate's first book sold over 11 million copies. Come on, Winn-Dixie! Two decades and over 25 books later, many of which have been adapted for screen and stage, Kate's still in awe. Well, it makes me feel kind of dizzy to think about it. The wonder of it never goes away, and I can't get over it. And I think, never let me take this for granted. So yeah. 43 million books in print. Mm -hmm. You've won two Newberries, an opera based on one of your books. You have movies based on your books. But what gives you the most satisfaction? Those letters from kids 
that's the most exciting thing to connect with the readers. And I say this to kids, it's like we have this connection. If you never meet me, if we never talk, if you never write me a letter, you can still find me in a book and I can find you in a book and that's the, the miraculous thing about storytelling. That's why I feel like I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you in all those books. Yeah. First wow. I'm in love with Kate. She's an inspiration. You know, you read all those Mercy books. Mercy Watson. Watson. Yeah. Uh, Winn-Dixie. Also, I'm really excited because the Ramey Nightingale series is on the list, but we have a list for all sorts of readers. All ages, I yep. can recommend a book for all of your kids, even for you. Um, it, this is a book list that I think kids will gravitate towards, but sure. it's really important, you guys. Kids that read during the summer yeah. come to school prepared yeah. in September. Yeah. So read to your kids. Read these books. Can you we, tell my kids that? If I get yeah, I will. I'm happy to call them right, to happy to call him right now. But Kate is incredible. I'm in love with her. I hope you all read with me. So to join the Read with Jenna Jr. and to check out our summer reading list for kids, head to day.com. Are you going to do book club like with I'm gonna kids I'm going to do book club. Yeah. I just interviewed um, Bob Stein, otherwise known as R.L. Stein, sure. who I have a major oh, crush on. Oh, Yes. So, nice. I, so we're going to show you this all summer long. Great. Go to your local this library. Read with your kids. Great. I might Excellent. have to join the Jenna Jr. Club first. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. You know what I mean? And start yeah, my way into I'd the like you to club. start with Cat Kid Comic Club. Done. Okay. I, I can't wait for the movie to come out any longer. Jenna, thanks so much. We're back in a moment. We have to go find our friends. Yes, go find your friends. They're in yeah. to surprise us when we do that. But first, this is today on NBC. Yeah. Hey, Tony. Okay, we're in shock. We're just yeah, making plans for tonight. So excited, really being reunited with our best. I thought people told me to realize that the people that they selected for yeah. our reunions are some of the closest people in our right. lives. Yeah. Ever. They nailed it. Yeah. Ever. Flew in. I mean, I have n uh, what was happening? Do you all realize what was happening? Well, well you, done. You I thought Savannah just was it. And then when they kept building. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah. And you kept a good secret. Yes. Well, I had good helpers hiding me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they all flew in Thank last you minute. you producers. You yes. This yeah. together. Hats oh, off, hats yeah. off, y'all. I know. Mary just said she got a call the other day. She was like, get on a plane, and she did it. She hates flying, and she did it anyway. I mean, yes. incredible. Love. Robert, thank you. We were just yeah. texting a couple days ago. He was on this trip. He was on a hunting trip. I was like, oh. And when you yeah. popped up, I was like, we are, Tony. Tony yeah. created like yeah. all wow. of MTV Spring Break, yep, all the debauchery that you grew up watching. Yes. On I was Literally, this man Tony. is responsible for I know. I feel wow. like we, need, yeah. we need a whole interview with yeah. you. You know all the stories about Carson. yesterday talking. He said, who do you keep? I said, Lou from SUNY Oswego. That's my guy. Aww. And then boom, here he is 24 hours. All right, later. guys. I well, just we're, say your name, Michelle. Uh, all right, guys. We're going to have some fun plans for uh, with our friends later today on Hoda and Jenna, some of the uh, most talented, nicest men in Hollywood. The guy you love, Brian Cranston, coming up right after this. Third hour up next. Yeah.